0: From the start to the finish, go hard,
1: every winning is the heart of a villain Hello everybody and welcome to another Thursday night edition of the Heart of a Villain The podcast and live stream devoted to the Bearded Villains Worldwide Brotherhood I say it too often, those words just fall off the tongue now And I feel like it doesn't mean anything, but it does It's the podcast and live stream devoted to the Bearded Villains Worldwide Brotherhood and I say the lives that are changing every day, but you know, you know that, you know that, Hey, it is the 29th of June. Can you believe 29th of June? We are about to fly into the month of July. It's kind of insane really, um, that we're doing this, but, um, it, it is what it is, man. We're, we're in, we're into July soon. Next week we'll be in, into July and, uh, we're halfway through the year. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, where did the time go? We have a huge night for us tonight, and I have no idea, (laughs) I have no idea where this is going to take us. Uh, I have a general idea because I made some notes. I made lots of notes, and I copied the many, many, many notes and comments that I received after I put it out to the interwebs last night when I said that question that you also responded to so gently and nicely. Uh, well, not so gently in some cases, but um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it, guys. We're gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna do any merch stuff specifically tonight, other than to tell you that Northern Indiana is still selling hats on a presale. Uh, that's just because it's my show. Um, <laughs> but I didn't want to take any whole a whole bunch of extra time tonight talking about a a whole bunch of stuff that's not the topic of the day, um, and. Uh, we've we we kind of know what that is. Um, we're talking about BV and uh, has it changed? People say that you know BV has changed, and it, they use that as a reason for them leaving. BV's changed; it's not what it once was. And I received a whole boatload of really good, really good responses from people, uh, some on both sides of the fence. And I think that what we're we're going to find out when we talk about this. You're going to hear that it sounds like there's pretty much two sides of a of a coin here. It's and it depends on where your experience lies as far as how long you've been a part of BV, where you fall into that. Um, but it's we have we we are a divided house for sure um, on a topic like this. And hopefully, uh, maybe not by the end of tonight. Maybe we'll it'll take until another episode. But hopefully, we can come to some kind of a an agreement. Those of us that are listening. And watching to realize that we are somewhat broken in in some ways, and if we don't fix things, they they ain't gonna get any better. And uh, it's not to say that broken that we're terribly broken and we're not fixable. No, far from that. But we there is definitely um, a divide that is tangible in some places, some places more than, much more than others. Um, so we're gonna be talking about that, but. I want to do, the first thing I want to do tonight, before we get into that topic, is um, I think it's really important that we talk for a second um, about a very sad, another sad incident uh, that we had to talk about for this week, and that is the loss of a brother. Anytime um, we experience a loss in our bearded villain community, um, it's it's terribly uh, heartbreaking for those closest to the person um, and since we are an international brotherhood you have no idea how far reaching you have been in your BV journey you have no idea all the impact that you've had with the people that you've met and so um, I want to give a shout out to the brothers in West Virginia because they have lost a brother I'm going to try to bring this up See if I can bring this up. Sorry, folks, having technical difficulties now. Here we go. But the West Virginia chapter lost Amish Ron this past week, and um, it was very unexpected. And I mean, anytime there's a loss, regardless of if it's expected or if they've you know been long suffering an illness or anything like that, uh, it's definitely a loss that's that's felt by many. And so just wanted to give a shout out to Ron, rest in peace, uh, to the West Virginia chapter, to everybody that knew him best, uh, all of his brothers closest to him, his family who grieves for him, and we grieve for you. And our prayers and our condolences are with you all. Okay. Well, I appreciate you taking. Let me take some time out for that. I think that's important for us to, to acknowledge anytime we have a loss like that. Um, and I know that the guys in West Virginia are hurting uh, this week. But guys, uh, I, I do want to give a shout out to everybody that is here real quick. Uh, live with us in the comment section. Yeah, uh, Block was having some audio issues, and he was saying that the music at the beginning was way too loud. And then when I came on live, it sounded like I was shouting. So sorry. And pay attention, Block, because he says, oh, I missed that question. Oh, I missed that question. Yeah, pay attention, buddy. Pay attention. I had it it out last night, and a lot of people responded today as well. So you had a full 24 hours to respond. So... (laughs) uh just real quick give a big shout out to uh rob robba looking forward to seeing you here in the fall coming up how you doing good morning good afternoon good evening it is early morning hours over there in england for him how you doing mr silky smooth seth how you doing good to see you here guys from my chapter here more than ever which is not i wouldn't say more than ever but more than usual for sure uh santa what you doing how you doing robert um we have guys here because one of my guests, as I'll tell you about, is my co-captain. So they're all here for him, uh, definitely. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Um, Block says, what a do, pimps. How you doing, buddy? Um, so yeah, they're not here for me. They're just here for, because the co-captain is here <laughs> talking to stuff. Uh, hey, Mars. How you doing? Good to see you here as well. Let's see who else we got here hanging out with us live that's in the comment section. I know we have a bunch of people that aren't in here. Jennifer's hanging out with us here. Uh, she heard me a little heard my little blurb earlier. <laughs> how you doing, Jennifer? Good to see you, youngster. Hanging out with us as well. How you doing, buddy? Mister Cole, how is it going out there in the West? Hope things are well. Hope you're doing well. All right. So I posed the question um, earlier this week. Uh, or, I'm sorry, about 24 hours ago, really. Um, about BV and. It kind of is a is a piggyback off of what we talked about last week, and toward the end of the episode, we talked about how there's some disgruntled guys about the way that they feel that the the big club BV um, is or isn't supporting uh, the chapters and everything. And what I what I talked about is, and they talked about that as a negative that is affecting how they look at things, and. I tried to point out to everybody that we need to stop thinking about this BV and we need to start thinking about all of the other pieces below it, which are our chapters. Those are the ones where you're making a difference. Those are the ones that you have a direct impact with. You can't control what happens at the higher level, at the main club level. But you can control what happens within your chapter, and that's the one that's going to make the most difference. That's the one that has made the, the biggest difference, and it's the chapters that have made Bearded Villains what it is today, the charity, the brotherhood, everything else. It, as you know the story, it originally started out as just photographing bearded men for social media, and it was the chapters that pushed it to what it is today. So... I want to get past that. I want to leave that out real quick. And before I bring in our guests, I, had, I just have a couple of points I want to talk about real quick here, and then I'll be bringing in our guests that are very, very patiently waiting for me in the green room there. Um, but I posed the question to you all about what what is it that causes brothers to leave? Um, why is it that they feel like they no longer fit in BV if they've been here for years? Is it because they only wanted to you know, be part-time something Uh, They don't want to do any work that's associated with it. Is it something else? Um, So we ask, what is the current state of BV and and what is making guys feel this empty feeling? So I'll say, first of all, there is a big, 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 huge difference between what BV is is today and what it once was. We've talked about that almost at exhaustion levels in the past. Um, And to talk about what the the chapters now have become, Um, what BV is should have zero, when I say BV, I'm talking the large umbrella, um, should have zero impact on what the individual chapters are and what they get to do and what you can get out of BV through those chapters. So we need to first and foremost, um, keep that in mind as I scroll through my little map here. Um but it's it comes down to the chapters. So is BV supposed to uh the main umbrella of B V, the big club, um, is it supposed to know the needs of your individual chapter? No. That's for your individual chapter to think about. And the other point that I wanted just to, to to talk about first, and we're gonna get into our guests, and we got a whole bunch of comments to go through uh that people have um sent me, and no, I'm not going to attribute them with their comments, they're gonna be anonymous. Uh, but we also have to think about um, – we have to remember that being a member of Bearded Villains means many different things to many different people. Uh, for, some, for some guys, it's they just wanted to belong to a group of like men, like-minded men. Some wanted a drinking club. Some were missing a feeling of brotherhood from another part of their life uh, that they wanted to get back. Some wanted to really jump into a charity endeavor and Bearded Villains is allowing them to fill that need to do all the charity stuff that they want to while maintaining the brotherhood. Each man has his own individual story, his own individual reason for finding Bearded Villains. And it's important to know that it's not up to any one of us to dictate what another brother's journey is. That's really important for us to focus on. It's not up to me to dictate your journey just as it is not up to you to dictate my journey and what it is, for some, all of those reasons that I mentioned earlier, it's all of that. For some, it's just one of those. So, we the first thing that we need to do is start har- stop harping on brothers for what some people do, you know will say he's not all in. Well, maybe he can't be all in. We need to decide that the problem is is that. So often chapters have said that it's, it's what can you do for, for me, what can you do for us? But at the same time, they're forgetting, what can we do for you? What can we do for the brothers? And we're going to be able to help out our brothers in different ways. And I think far often it's forgotten that, yes, we want you to be a part of Bearded Villains to see what you can contribute to us and what we can do together. But at the same time, what can we do for you? What can we do for you? For some people, Bearded Villains is a major part of their lives. It is what they think about when they get, go to sleep at night. It's what they think about first thing in the morning. And it's what, what ravages through their thoughts all day long, what they can do with Bearded Villains. It's the biggest thing in their life. That's what they have. It's the thing they look forward to most. But for others, it's just a little tiny piece of their life pie. They have all this other stuff going on in their lives, and Bearded Villains just takes up a tiny little morsel of that. And so it's, like I said, it's not up to you to dictate what it should or shouldn't be for somebody else's life. Every chapter has its own guidelines for what you have to do to be participant, you know, to be a participating member of the chapter. But at the same time, you need to recognize that not everybody else, if you're one of those guys that's gung-ho, that you're all in, Everything you do is BV, 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 Not everybody's going to be that way. And it's okay for that to be the case. There's not a single other charity club, fraternity out there that punishes guys for having a life. And so we need to make sure that we're not punishing our brothers for doing just the same. So my point again, no one of us should dictate to another brother what their journey should be in BV and how much, of their life, it should take up. So, with that, <laughs> we've got a big show. We got a lot of stuff to talk to talk about. I'm going to bring in my two guests for the night. One of them, I said, is my co-cap from Northern Indiana here, Ed. But I've also got a brother from out east in a Bay Area. I'm talking about Peaches, Chesapeake. How you doing, buddy? How how's Ed and Peaches doing tonight?
2: Doing pretty good, brother. How you doing?
1: I'm good, Ed. How you doing? Okay, I think he's muted himself again. Uh, <laughs> I don't have you muted. <laughs> I do not have you muted, Ed. <laughs> uh, anyway, he went. He dropped off and kind of come back on. I don't know what happens. Maybe his device makes him muted or something when he does that. But uh, hey, let's we'll bring him back in in just a second. But Peach's. Uh, thanks for hanging out and sure. staying around for my long-winded uh, dissertation to start things off. I think Ed's back with us now. How you doing, Ed?
0: All right. Can you hear me now?
1: I can hear you now.
0: <laughs> I Anytime <don't... laughs> I get a call or a line message pops up, it's doing that. I'm not sure why.
1: Okay. Well, hopefully that won't happen. Nobody reach out to Ed over the next hour. Nobody reach out to him. Um, well, let's hey, let's just start with uh, Peaches. Tell me, you you rent you reached out to me and uh, felt it was really important. You wanted to be a part of this conversation. So if you can just shortly, just talk for a minute about, uh, maybe the, what it, what it is that made you want to reach out when you're talking about this topic that I, that I brought up.
2: Um, so what made me reach out is probably how many chapterless villains I personally know. Um, and the wide variety of reasons why he they, they've chosen to not be part of a chapter. Um, and I also reached out because it's a little disheartening when you meet some of these men, amazing villains and doing all kinds of stuff on their own without a chapter. I mean, and imagine how much different the brotherhood would be if we were able to have people like them be allowed to just speak their mind and, and do the things that, or try to do the things that they are already doing. Some of them are doing stuff on a bigger scale than some chapters. I mean, some are doing stuff, period. There's chapters that are just stagnant They aren't doing anything. Um, so I, I just wanted to give my two cents, sort of say,
1: yeah, I know Ed. You and I were talking earlier about this the the, the idea of the chapterless thing. And even though this isn't supposed to be, you know, a topic a, a, the the topic of the day isn't specifically chapterless. Excuse me, chapterless villains, but uh, it does come into play when you're talking about guys that have decided to leave a chapter. Um, what were you? What What is you told you were telling me before about um, Ed about the the concern you have regarding the chapterless villains?
0: Well. You know, this goes back to when when I first came into BV and chapterless was, you know, I I understand back in 2015, and I'm not a 2015 villain, but yeah, I can, you know, their chapters didn't exist. Um, When I came into BV in the the end of 2018, beginning of 2019, somebody being chapterless was rare. Um, That didn't happen. You know, you were in a chapter, you stayed with your chapter, you might move and transfer somewhere else. But that was the norm was to be in a chapter. Um And it just, it's, it's, it's kind of weird to me now, how many guys are just leaving chapters and doing their own thing. Um And I know there's a lot of guys that have done it very successfully, but you, you got to ask yourself, you know, how much of BV are you missing by not being in a chapter?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think it's, it is kind of sad to me to see that, um, the, whole, the whole basis of what, we, what Bearded Villains is is that you, you are a member of a chapter. And I know that now there's that option for guys who don't feel like they fit in anymore, whatever it is, it's a variety of reasons. Um, it seems like some people are very quick with the trigger to just say, fine, screw it, I'm going to be chapterless. And now it's almost become a badge of courage. It's a badge of honor where it's like, I'm chapterless, and pridefully so. And whereas I get the fact that there's some cases where that might be necessary, it is sad to see that, for whatever reason, they feel like they no longer fit within that chapter for the reason, because otherwise, I don't know of a single guy that's gone chapterless that was perfectly fine and felt like he fit in perfectly well uh, within that chapter and felt like he was a part of things and A contributing factor or contributing member of that chapter. It's always been somebody who didn't feel like they were listened to, um, or, you know, that, that was, that seems like that was a lot of times the case.
0: Yeah, it's, again, it's one of those things where, you know, our chapter operates... Uh, we're pretty open with the way things run within the chapter. We hold elections. We, you know, we elect everybody annually. And I know not every chapter does that. Um, but when somebody comes into to our chapter, and I would like to think everybody who, whether you're a supporter, hopeful, whatever, that you have a voice within your chapter, um, you should be able to be recognized. This this is a men's club, and let me tell you, most of the guys in my chapter. They're alpha fucking males, and if they got something to say, they're going to say it, and you're going to listen to it. And I'd like to think everybody within this club feels like they have that voice. Um, if they don't, then that's a problem that they need to address with the chapter. And you can't make that change by leaving it. Once you've left the chapter, you can't make a change anymore. You're done. Right. So you know that that's something that I like. I said I just feel like. The guys I know in BV, and not just my chapter, but, you know, BP, me and you travel all over this ball. Um, And I don't know any weak villains. So you would think if they've got an issue, they're going to stand up and say something about it. Long before leaving becomes your only option.
1: Right. Yeah. and and, Hey, Peaches, I would just bring you in for a second on this question because um, I don't know. I guess I I should have asked beforehand, so I I don't know if I'm putting you on the – putting you on the spot for this but um with your chapter do you guys uh do you guys do elections annually or uh, bi or something like that
2: So we we do elections um you know our chapter we just hit 3 years this past May um so we unfortunately we've held um a few elections uh some guys uh step down and end up you know, not wanting to be officers no more. Um, But uh, regardless, we still do the um, elections, uh, you know, where members get to vote for who they want to be nominated. And then that dwindles down to whoever ends up winning between the top runners.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny. I've had this question. I've had this conversation before with a lot of guys, um, talking one of our brothers in the comment section just had a really good question. I'm bring that in in just a second as well. But, um, I'm amazed at how many chapters do not have elections to this day. Um, BV as a whole being eight years in, but it's, it really surprises me. And by, and I'm not, This is just BP talking. I am not trying to tell anybody how to run their chapter. But, personal opinion, if you do not hold elections, and I'm not saying they need to be annually, but if you do not hold elections that allow people to have a voice in potential change for that chapter, I think you are cutting yourself off at the feet. And I think it's a detriment to the chapter because if this if it's if it's good leadership that's in place and they're doing good things for the chapter they will be kept in place by the members they will vote them back in but if that's not the case if you have no 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 elections at all then um, i know that there's a possibility where you're going to have somebody that's going to you know you know you may have a coup within a chapter and try to get a bunch of people out of offices or something like that but if a chapter's being run efficiently and run run properly, a lot I don't I don't see a need where there shouldn't be elections. And I think that if you have one person or two people in these leadership positions for an extreme amount of time, and people in that chapter, their voice is not being heard. We heard about it several months ago in the burnout episodes. People it was one of the biggest things that people said about burnout is that they don't feel like they have a voice because and it strangely it came up that way, they don't hold elections. So they don't feel like there's any chance for them to move up, and they're not asked to do more. They're not expected to do more. It's just this is how we operate, and nobody ever thinks twice about it. And I think that feeds into a very egocentric way of living a chapter from the leadership side of things. And we'll get into the other side in just a few minutes, but have you, have you, have you any thoughts on – have you, Either one of you guys have any thoughts on the – I know, Ed, you, you and I kind of agree wholeheartedly on a lot of the stuff because we've created an environment or we've tried to create an environment where, guys, everybody feels like they have a voice. But um, have you experienced that same thing there, Peaches?
2: Yeah. Um, I think people who – it's these chapters who have people in leadership positions who – don't step down who don't have term limits who just want to continue being and 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 I'll, i'll be honest i'm talking about mainly captains um you can't hold the reins forever new blood is needed every so often inside your own chapter i mean there's something to be said about Running things in a democratic way. Um, do I think everyone in every chapter could captain a ship? No, I do not. No. Because that's that's one of those things that's like you're a good brother, you're a good soldier. I want what's best for you, but you don't you don't hold the ability to lead, and that's not a bad thing. In in my chapter, we try to groom up-and-coming leaders. So when the time comes, they're not going to step into a captain's role. They're going to step into a lieutenant's role or into a treasurer role or anything else so that they can learn how it's done. And then if there's changes that need to happen, then you bring them up. Um, but I agree with you all that you kind of stifle a chapter when when you don't have, when you don't give them a voice, when you refuse to let go. Like, okay, you've been captain for five, four or five years. I, I think maybe it's time for somebody to, to try something different. Now, I mean, granted, like you said, if you're a good leader, you're gonna get reelected, but if you don't, you got to be okay with it. I think too much, too many captains are... Their egos are so huge just because they get a title. I'm going to be honest with you both. I move the same way as a regular villain that I do as a co-captain. I don't change who I am, how I move, or any of that. Do I... The, The most that you'll see me change is I'll hold my tongue a little bit more because now I represent my chapter in a different way at a bigger level. And I'm not I'm not about to bring shame upon myself or my chapter. Right. But that aside from that, I look, I am who I am. You get what you get, regardless of what position I have. And I don't need a position to lead. No one
0: does.
1: Thank you for saying that.
0: That's exactly accurate. And one, one of the things that, that when we have new officers coming in, and we've had new officers over the years, um, one of the first things we explain when somebody says they, they're being nominated and they want to run uh, for a position, they're not becoming a boss. They're becoming a servant. Yep. Um, you don't You don't accept a position of authority. You accept a position of responsibility. And your responsibility is to everyone who elected you. So, the decisions you should be making shouldn't be based on what you want; They should be based on this is what the guys who are trusting me want and if somebody's not leading from that, then that's a whole nother problem right there if If they're leading to feed their own ego then they need to take a long look in a mirror,
1: yeah yeah, absolutely and it's it's one of the things that Ed loves to tell our guys the same thing. we're not going to do this forever. If you want to if you want to step up and take take the patch I'll gladly hand it to you. Um it's you know we we hope that you know that when guys are ready that they're they're willing to step up and they want to they want to take the reins that's 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 perfectly fine. I don't want to do this forever. I know Ed doesn't want to do this forever. Um and so we made it mandated from day 1 we're having elections. I mean the very first thing we did was have elections. And um you know after that it's it, we made a set of standards that we're going to keep with annual elections. And we decided because of one little weird thing that we did, and I actually, I'm really happy that we have done it because you did, there was a period of time about two years ago where you saw a bunch of turnover in captains and you had several chapters where they lost both captains simultaneously. And it could have been from, from elections or it could have been one was, one was elected out or not reappointed. And then, the other one got upset and they left or both just got, got upset and left, whatever the reason was. But one of the things that we put in place, and I thought I, – I actually am very happy that we've done this, is that we alternated our election years for captains. So we our captain's roles are two years now, and they're on alternating years. So if he decides to step down or if I decide to step down or if one of us gets replaced, it's on an alternating year, so you always have hopefully – one captain in place that has done it before that can help, you know, guide the, guide the transition. And, um, you know, we're trying to think of the future because we know it's inevitable. We're not going to stay in these positions forever. So that's, um, one of the reasons that we've done that Mars, Mars chimed in the comments section. I am doing this forever and ever, <laughs> but it was actually well, Mars is a,
0: Mars is a board member now. So yeah, you know. he's able to yeah, do Really?
1: Yeah. It's funny how he talks – he, he talks a little differently now that he's a board member, right? <laughs> but um, his his comment that he brought in, I actually, I, I did want to say because it brings us to another topic um, a little bit. And then I want to take a second and bring in some of these comments that were given to me earlier today. Not all of them will go in, will go in, in sm- some small segments here. But um, he he said at the rate the villains are leaving chapters, uh, we should be talking to chapters to understand what went wrong was it scouting process, or did the chapter fail a brother or not? And I really think, and that that comment was uh, agreed with by several people in the chat line here live, because I think it is, it's something you have to look at in the scouting process. Uh, I know Ed and I have had comments, bef- t- talk back and forth about uh, how, because bo- both of us are scouts, and we see when... Chapters are putting guys up for villain patches very, very quickly, and you know how how much homework are you really doing on these guys? How much are you teaching these guys the ways? Um, and then you know it's as I've said before, one of my biggest concerns when we're talking about that scouting process is I know that there are chapters out there, and I'm not saying that my chapters that that my chapter that we um, and I, when I say my chapter, I simply say that because it's not my personal chapter. I say that because it's the chapter I belong to. But
0: no, it's your chapter,
1: yeah, not, not at all. <laughs> but but within within our chapter, um, one of the things that what bothers me is that I that I well it doesn't it bothers me when I don't see it is that. We, we teach our guys from the, the, the jump when they come in as hopefuls, even as a supporter when they're just kind of feeling their ways. We don't disrespect them. We don't treat them any differently. When they're hopeful, they still have a voice. Um, they don't vote, but they still have a voice and an opinion because they're a man, they're a person, um, they're a grown person. And they, you know, you have until you really get to know somebody, you don't know what their life experiences are. They could be much better versed in something than you are and so to throw away that potential voice you know in the room is just completely insane to me to do so we we let our guys from when the first time they come in they have at least a voice in that room and i think this is one of those psychology things for me anyway it 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 makes sense to me that if you treat your hopefuls as subpar when they finally get, because one of the comments that we're going to be talking about, and we're seeing several of the comments when they come in, um, that I received from people today was that there's a there's a huge there's a huge um, contingent of people that are upset because people sounds like it, it seems like they're they're patch chasers or that they don't respect the older people and they're just they just want to jump in and have a voice right away and run things right away themselves right after getting their villain patch, and my my concern to that is if you treat them like crap, if you treat them subpar as a hopeful, when they finally get their villain patch, now they finally feel like they have a voice, but you expect them not to use it. So if you're not allowing them to have a voice from the beginning, what else do you expect them to do when they finally get that villain patch? They're going to say, now I can finally speak and they're going to want to do it. It's like a 21 year old who can finally legally drink. You know, it's, they finally have now they're finally accepted and now they want to have that voice. If you're not teaching them from the beginning that they have a voice, what else can you expect? But, um, do you guys have any thoughts on that the, with the, the questions of the scouting process? Um, are we doing enough or are we failing those guys?
0: I think I'll if you ahead. bring somebody in super quick, I'm sorry, peaches, I didn't mean to cut no, you, you You're good, Ed.
2: You're good. Go.
0: Um, I think when you bring somebody in and you, and you patch them super fast, that really to me is not going to, for them, it's not going to feel like something they earned. It's just something that was given to them. Um, in in our chapter, you know, you're going to do probably about nine months before you get patched. Um, we're going to know you, you're going to have made it, you know, we've got, you know, we don't make it public what the, what we want to see because we don't want guys chasing a patch. Um, you know, that's something that, that gets discussed between myself and BP, since we function as the scouts for the chapter currently, um, you know, whether this guy is checking off all those boxes that we expect them to check off. And that, that's as simple as, you know, are they making it to, it's, uh, you know, meetups, are they making it to charity events? Are they, you know, we, we are extremely active as a chapter, so, if we're not seeing you once a month or so, you know, that's when we start asking guys, is this really where you want to be? Um, you know, we preach to the new guys. We are not an Internet chapter. We do not live on Instagram or line or anything else. We expect to see your ass in person doing things for real. Um, you know, and that, and that's not to mean we're always doing charity or we're always, you know, out doing work. Sometimes we're just getting together and having a pizza and a beer. Um, Sometimes we're at somebody's house having a bonfire, you know, but if if your chapter hasn't hit that level of activity and you're losing guys, well, then maybe that's why you're fucking losing guys because you're not doing jack shit. And I'm sure that's going to be real unpopular what I'm saying right now. And I don't care. Um, That's reality. If somebody's not involved, then you're not if you're not involving them, don't expect them to be involved that's a a standard you as an, and I'm speaking to officers. Now you need to hold your chapter to that standard. And myself as a co-captain BP, as a captain, we should be held the most accountable, not the least. So yeah, the standards that you set for your captains should be the highest.
1: Yep.
2: I agree. (laughs) Um, I will say this, um, I'm sure neither one of you know my story, but um, I came up as a villain um, in the Inland Empire in California. Um, So I was, I was taught very different than how people are, how villains are taught out here on the East coast. Um, And I'm not throwing any shade at anybody for anything do you. Um, But I will say this, if from the scouting perspective, I started my scouting journey uh, 2020 in May. Um, And I can tell you right now that the issue is that we're allowing people to come on board to be, to get their scouts patched but that's not that's not doing them justice if they're not being guided correctly as to how to scout for your specific area, for your specific chapter. And some people are scouts, but don't know how to submit. Yeah. Some people are, are scouts and don't really have standards for how somebody becomes a hopeful. Um, I'll say this. Nine months is a pretty decent amount of time to get to know somebody, right? Sometimes, you know right away, this guy's all in. And there's other times where you're like, uh eh, let's let him sit for a minute, right? For, for, for our chapter at Chesapeake Bay, we don't have a, well, you're going to in six months. Or three months or nine months or 12 months. No, it's your journey. You you have to show us you want it. And how do you do that? I'm not going to tell you. I'm Like you said, once you tell somebody, you don't know if they're doing it because that's what they were told or because that's how they are. It's easier to just sit back and watch and then figure out how they want to go about their journey um i I think scouts 101 needs an upgrade um in in the in the sense that you get thrown in there and i mean what do what do we hear read the notes ask questions somebody will answer you no if you want Okay, I'll give you an example. Something that really bothered me when I first got over here to the East Coast was um, you get over here on the East Coast, they call it, they call them hopefuls. On the West Coast, when you, they don't have that. You're, they they don't, they don't have a hopefuls chat. They have port. They have, and and you're, you're not allowed to put Um, hopeful, you're not allowed to put supporter, you're not allowed to do any of that stuff. And then after X amount of time, then you get to put supporter. You raise your flag, then you become a BV hopeful. And you still can't put it. And a lot of this stuff could be resolved if the scouting had clear guidelines as to even what we're gonna call where the new guys come into. Everything else can be however the chapter sees fit, but certain things should be kind of the same across the board throughout the world. I I think that would go a long way. Um, Again, I I do think there's some other aspects of scouting that need to, you know, maybe um be revamped but you know Mars you're here you're a board member so maybe you could take that back brother <laughs>
1: that's right i
2: mean
0: I, I i agree with what you're saying 100% i also agree with yeah mars fucking fix it
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it, there there's a bunch of there's a bunch of what it, it, unfortunately some some clubs and you you see it if you're if you're a scout you see it when it happens a lot of times obviously you can't 100% judge, but you you can at least with a with an intelligent mind see something, and you're like, look at you know this guy's only been in has only been a part of this thing and only posted for how many weeks, and you're already putting him up. I mean, is that you're trying to grow a membership? Is that what's 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 really the? I mean, how how well can you really get to know somebody in that amount of time? And and there are a contingent we've seen it. Um, if you've been around more than a few years, somewhere you've seen it where. Guys will do everything they can, go, 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 go. They'll be on top of everything for three months so that they get to that point where they, they're eligible and somebody will put them in for their villain patch, and then you never see them again. And, you know, it's it's a sad truth, but... That that's that's why we kind of and it's not a hard hard and fast rule like, like Ed was talking about nine months. It's an approximation. It seems like that's kind of where things have, have typically landed yeah, that's with the average person. The average. With the average guy that that is active, that comes around, that type of a thing. But it still comes back to I think you have to show these guys respect. You have to let them feel respected. And um it's you know, the the idea that scouting needs to be revamped is whew, it's a big one, but it's very true. Very true. Well, let me, um, take a second here and I'm going to run through a few of these comments for you. Yeah, and let's,
0: let's not beat up just captains over yeah. all this. We got, we got, other <laughs> oh, no. stuff we there's,
1: there's a whole, there's a whole, whole boatload of these comments here that there are a wide variety of, uh, commentary on what people have, have said are problems. So, if you'll if you'll stay with me here for a few minutes here, um, i've got a, I've got a handful I'll start talking about and then we'll come back and then we'll go talk about some more here. But um, <clears throat> so let's go first if I can figure out my buttons here. Um, all right, going over to here. So uh, I'm just going to run through some of these. These are all anonymous. I'm not I've taken off the people's names uh, that said these things. But I want to go through, because you'll notice there, there is a trend. There is a definite trend in this. I'm going to come, come back to the screen here for just a second. Um, there is a definite trend that seems to be happening, and that is that brothers that have been around since the early days, when I say 2014, 2015, uh, they have a different mindset versus the people that are probably 2019 and to the present. And there's a pretty, pretty graphic nature of this this delineation between the two uh, based on the comments that I've seen, both in this question that I've raised, but also in the the in talking about uh, the, the burnout episode, the, the two burnout episodes we were talking about. Um, but it's it, there, there's a big difference. So uh, I just want to break down some of these here. Uh, this, this brother said, I've been in BV for eight to nine years. And it's definitely a different club now than before. It's just it was just better that better before. Well, I wish he would have explained how. Uh, it was just better before. So many snakes, power-hungry brothers who focus on patches, ranks, and titles more than their brothers. It's a shadow of its former self. Moving on. Uh, it's a lot of dudes in it for the wrong reasons. Some just want positions of what they think is power and don't want to be a good brother. The game changes. Can't run the same plays you ran eight years ago. I do like that phrase. That phrase: "The game changes. You can't run the same plays you ran eight years ago." Um, no adjustments are made. Also, BV doesn't address or fix issues. That falls on you, Mars. Now, uh, we're grown men. So if some don't like it, it's just it's the most simple way to deal with it. Meaning to leave. I think people get to a point. Where they're not getting anything out of it. And the reason for that is they quit putting in. I've learned in my life change is inevitable. You have to learn to adapt and look at the good that's done. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Got a few more here uh, before we start to another conversation, before we start to some comments and questions about this. Backdoor deals, scouting out potential bros for personal gain, lack of support, fake captains. Officers treating bros like shit. I can go on and on. Now, this isn't all chapters or all brothers. It's a merch grab or a rank chase, or it's bros that get trashed, so they shut down. They get trashed on, so they shut down. Capo chat is trash along with multiple other chats. Well, this person (laughs) definitely feels some way about the chats. Uh, There's some love, but not much. Lack of support, shutting down new ideas, not growing as fast as you expected, bitterness, hate from hate from love received, being accused of trying to be insta-famous, OG bullshit that just needs to end from stagnant-ass members, terrible leadership, lack of changing leadership, the list goes on. And one of the last ones here, I'll get to this. Um. Do this right here. Somebody was piggybacking off that last comment the blatant disrespect, open racism, the lack of interest and in leadership, interest from leadership, the click movement being accused of being too eager when you're the only one bringing in ideas and solutions to the chapter. So many to list. I know you had a brother just went all out and said fake ass power hungry so called brothers. But um, I will say, um, I'll come back here and bring you guys in in just a second on some of that. Um, A lot to digest there. A lot to digest there. And one of the things that I've noticed is that uh, the guys that have been around and still active and in most likely leadership positions from the jump, from a long time, uh, maybe from the beginning of their chapter's existence, um, oftentimes, they're the guys that, are, that I've seen, and this is these are some powerful words that are not going to come off well to some people, and I apologize for that now. But some of y'all that have been in the longest are some of the biggest problem when it comes to this leadership part of it. You have an ego that says, I need to be respected just because I've been in for X number of years. And you shun and push away guys' good ideas because they're new or they're new-er. You're not supposed to have a voice yet. And you are doing yourself and your chapter a disservice if you're not, at the very least, listening to these people. So it's this this whole thing is about give and take. It's both sides of the coin. And I think there's the side of the people that have been in the longest and the side that have been in just for a few years— are both going to have to give a little on this and respect the fact that the other opinion is valid, that the other opinion that people have is valid. Guys, what do you think?
0: I think... Go ahead, Peaches. I'll, I'll let you go first this time.
2: <laughs> appreciate that, Ed. Um, you know what? I, I think it's easy for us to spot a patch chaser, um, hence why you shouldn't submit somebody three months in Um, you know that that patch chasing stuff is quite easy to to spot the fake love and fake captains and stuff like that I'll say this are there captains who are fake and just wanted the position for the title yeah I I venture to say there is Um, the thing is BV is voluntary. BV is supposed to be a brotherhood. BV is supposed to be fun. You start diving into all this politic type stuff and you start expecting this and that from others. No, I mean, look, what is a brotherhood? A brotherhood is this. Pick up the goddamn phone today at 3 in the morning because I want to blow my head out. Somebody who is my brother is going to pick up the phone when I call and talk me down, regardless of the time. A brother is broke down on the side of the road. What do you do? It doesn't matter what time of day it is. You go without expecting anything in return. We've lost that. And until... We as a unit, and when I mean as a unit, I mean like BP said, not the big BV. I'm talking about all the chapters. We all come to the same understanding that we need to bring certain things back. It's not going to happen. All the fake love still going to happen. Listen, I, I I tell my guys all the time, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, and I don't want to be. <laughs> and one of the one of the first things I ever say is if I don't like you, I'm still cordial towards you. And if you need me, you can still call on me. I don't need, we don't need to like each other to be brothers. We don't need to be like each other for for you to need my help and me be able. So, you know, I, I do think some of the older villains from 2014 to present, need to take a look inside and be like, oh, fuck, maybe I am the goddamn problem. My bad, VP. I, I tried. Oh, you're good. Um, but those men who are in these liter- leadership positions for the power of it, what power? Titles don't mean shit. <laughs> they, I, I mean, to me, I, I, listen, if, if I was voted out tomorrow, I'd still be moving the same... Goddamn way I moved today. It's just a title. It means nothing. We get paid for nothing. We, as, as both you and Ed said, when you become an officer, you're not taking it for the title. You, you're taking it understanding that you're there to serve. You're there, and you're, what's going to be required of you is more discipline to be the example you want your guys to see. You, you have to hold yourself to a much higher level than anyone in your chapter can or would. But people have lost that. And, and I do think people, I mean, it, it's, it's a beard club, y'all. <laughs> a beard club that happens to do charity. And enjoy each other's fucking company. Period. Point blank. We need to get back to having
1: fun. dad was connected today. (laughs) Somebody on a phone call now? (laughs) What just happened there? Okay, that was weird. It says one second. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, his audio is all messed up now. <laughs> <And there you laughs> he'll come. He'll come back and tell us his, yep. his his side of things. But yeah, you're right. It's and and this isn't to slam on the, all the guys that that have been around that long because there's some great examples of some guys. There, you know, I've spoken with a few uh, great brothers that have even told me that they realized on their own um, that they realized on their own that. Hey, I was done. I I could not I couldn't put it in anymore. And for me to be still in that leadership role after five, six, seven years, it was a detriment to myself and the chapter, you know, and so it was time. And so there there just needs to be an awareness about it. Um, of of really, you know, if your chapter is stagnant, if if your chapter's not doing anything, then there's a reason. And it's not always the simple one. Ed, you, were, you had some thoughts on that. Sorry.
0: Well, honestly, I think I'm, I'm about to piss everybody off.
1: Um, <laughs> Do we need to make and, a disclaimer here?
0: Well, yeah, because, you know, Peaches, I think, was very eloquent about things, um, and he's right. I'm just going <laughs> to say it how I feel. Uh, the new guys coming in, you got to pay your fucking dues. It's just that simple. This this is a brotherhood. It's a family. If you're new, expect to pay your dues. Um, for the older guys, and and I'm not one of them, you know. But for the guys that have been here for eight plus years, the fuck have you done lately? You know what what you did back in 2015 matters to me not at fucking all. What'd you do last week? What'd you do last month? What'd you do six months ago? And if the answer is I sat on my ass and I drank a beer and I didn't plan any meetups, I didn't attend anything, I didn't talk to anybody, I didn't do jack shit, what are you hanging your head on exactly? What is it you've done for this brotherhood that, you know, it, there is a rift right now. And and guys are right when they say BV has changed. Um, pr- and, and I I chalk it up to, to the the to, COVID, not because of what COVID was, but just because that's the timeline where it seemed in in my estimation to happen. And that was, you know, I like going to the super meets. I like going to the big meetups. I like going and seeing a lot of brothers that I don't get to see all the time. And when you walked into, you know, a super meet 2019 beginning of 2020 there was this feeling of family when you walked in there. There was this feeling of of openness. And that does. I'm, I'm not I'm trying to sing kumbaya or something because, let's face it, we're a bunch of assholes. I mean, we bust balls. It's what we do. Um, but when you walk into a meet now, there's not that same feeling. There's there's. It's like guys gather around and hang out with the same guys they always hang out with. And you look over here, and there's one chapter at a table. And you look over there, and there's another chapter at a table and it's not a big melting pot merge like it used to be there wasn't that sense of joy when you came in and even if it was because you wanted to go tell somebody what you think of them playfully um that's not there anymore i i don't know if you guys feel that when when you walk into the you know like an east coast meet or we just came back from a west coast meet and that's not to say the meats aren't great because you know god knows i love them but there isn't that same sense of of familiar, I guess is the word I'm looking for. There isn't that same sense of, of brotherhood that there once was.
1: Yeah. I know you and you and I Ed have talked about this a lot. And and it's part of the reason that when we travel, we do what we do and we tell our guys the same thing. It's, it's not uncommon when you go to these, these larger events or any multi-chapter event, if there's more than one brother from a chapter there, it's not uncommon to see a table of this chapter here, a table of this chapter here, a table of this, you know. And some of the first chapter, multi-chapter events that I went to, everybody was just blended together. And I've heard from multiple people that some chapters encourage their guys, we stay together, we're a unit, we're, we do everything, we move as a thing, we're, we're all together. And that may work for, for some – but it creates a divisiveness i think amongst the the brotherhood as a whole and you guys might be close but and so when we have not we have you know ed's very very accurate in that you know when we when i first came in in the late 2017 2018 the first several chapter multi chapter meetings i went to everybody was just everywhere if you just looked in the room you couldn't make out where chapters were and we tell our guys and we've said this from from As long as we've had this chapter, we've told our guys: when we go to an event and you go with us, we're okay if we don't see you the entire time that event's going on. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna mingle with all the other people that I don't get to see very often. I'm not gonna, I don't want to hang out with, you know, all of the brothers that are from my chapter the entire time. And we don't want you to do that with us. We want you to experience what this is. And experience the brotherhood for it is. Spend the entire night with everybody else. We'll check in with you. We know you're if you know we'll know if you're okay. But that part of it has seemed to dissipate a little bit, and uh, it, it some of it goes down to a multitude of different factors. But yeah, I, I've seen it too. I don't know if that's something, Beaches, you've noticed as well.
2: So. Um, I came in in 2019. My first meet ever was the world meet in L.A. And, you know, you, when you're new, you kind of stick to who you're with because they're familiar. You know them. Um, but then what, what ends up happening is, well, for, for me the guys that had been in for a while will introduce you to other guys from other chapters. And you, next thing you know, like your particular chapter is all over the freaking place. Um, you don't see that anymore. Like you're saying, I, now it's like, I'll give you an example, uh, Southern Maryland and Chesapeake Bay. Anytime we're all in the same area, you're going to you're not going to be able to the only way you can tell is because we're wearing different shirts and it says where who we're with but that's it i i do my best to walk around every meet and if i follow you and i haven't met you i make it a point to to meet you and, and chop it up for a little bit um and i think the reason some of that is lost is because what i notice is the type of villains that we're making nowadays just aren't comfortable interacting Hmm. and, and being, being that, that kind of involved with meeting other people. That's, but again, that's just my two cents.
0: I agree with what you're saying. And I think that, Like we host a big event every October. Um, And one of the things we always preach to the guys is we've got people coming into our house. You need to make them feel welcome in your home. You know, if somebody comes into my house right now, I'm not going to sit my ass on the couch like I'm doing. I'm going to get up. I'm going to greet them. You want a beer? What can I do to make your life better while you're in my house? That's how, if you're hosting a meet, that should be your goal. Your goal should be for your guests to be taken care of and they should be made to feel like family. Um, And that, you know, so if, if we do have guys in our chapter that are not socially, they're not social people at all. Uh, You know, we host an event. We got a certain few guys who are always going to volunteer to work in the kitchen because it keeps them away from people. And, that's their thing, whatever. But we don't we don't let them stay back there the whole time because we want them to get out and meet people. Yep. Um, you know, I we tra- I travel around the country for work and you know just trips or whatever. If I'm down, my brother lives in southern Mississippi in Biloxi. I get down there. I'm gonna hit Eddie up. I'm gonna hit villains up that aren't in my chapter. And when you're traveling, get You know, get online chats and find out who lives where. I'm going. And now you got built in brothers waiting to hang out with you. Um, these are things that that should be happening. You know, we're going to call ourselves brothers, then let's act like it.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, i got a few more here um, to go through uh, of these comments, and there's a couple that I are, that are really – that I wanted to highlight because I really liked um, what they had to say with some of this stuff here. So if you don't mind, let me get into this here real quick. Uh, one of our brothers – um, this, this is a little bit long, but, wow. I lo- but I love this one. Yeah, he put some thought into this. Uh, he says, this is a great topic, bro. I feel like there is an element of generational stigma and division that has happened in the club, and this is kind of where we're leading with this conversation now. The OGs that everyone likes to criticize are those who answered the call when this, this idea of BV first emerged. Sure, they were as a social media club, But as a selfie taking movement, um, as a selfie taking movement, but from what chapters were born, captains were selected, patches were handed out, structure was created, and the pillar of charity took shape, of creating a a fraternity of men working together, united only by a beard and a desire to share in something bigger than oneself. We now have a club where a competitive element has creeped in of those. Trying to work out or to outwork others as a way to prove their merit. Who flies the most kilometers? He's from Canada, by the way. (laughs) Uh, Who sells the most merch? Who has the biggest event attendance? Like all things, a movement or organization has a beginning, it has a middle, and it has a trajectory that it has yet to be defined. Stop with the judgment, stop with the point scoring. And start from a place of humility. Meet each brother on their level, listen, and learn to tame your ego. It is the real killer of what being real or keeping it 100 is supposed to mean. I'll say that again. It is the real killer of what being real or keeping it 100 is supposed to mean. Look forward to tuning in, brother. Always love for you. That one spoke to me because he said so many different things in that. And let's see. I got a few more. If you can stand by with me here, guys, and we'll talk again uh, about some stuff. Um, some of the shorter ones here. People talk about the glory days, but I don't. Th- this is this is a this is a poignant one. Uh, people talk about the glory days, but don't attend meets. People talk about being all charity and don't contribute. People talk about brotherhood but never reach out when others are struggling. People would rather see BV fail than walk away, and that's just sad. We should be building each other up and not tearing people down. Support the brotherhood, not the brand. It's the brotherhood, and that's true. People talk about brotherhood, he says, but never reach out when others are struggling. I liked this one, too. This is a good analogy. I like The way, the way I see it, BV is somewhat like a church. It's not the church that changes, it's the people inside, a.k.a. the chapters that change. I left my chapter for over for a year because it had become a cult of personality, just like many churches too. The chapter did a course correction and I came back. I don't blame BV as a whole for that. In fact, I stayed BV and just left the chapter. People that blame—this goes into another topic that we have talked about earlier—but um, people that blame Fred don't know Fred. Um, it is his business. So that's that's a different thing. But the first part of that comment I really enjoyed. Um, this one was interesting to me and I wanted to save this one and, and mention this one. This is kind of a long comment, but this is from the side of a spouse. Um, this is from a spouse of one of our brothers and who reached out and commented on on my post uh, as somebody who has seen firsthand, how it's affected um, her husband. I've I've been the spouse of a BV and strong supporter of BV since the very beginning, like you. I've seen some people come and go. Some got booted, some left for personal reasons and didn't want to share, which is okay. Some very amazing people left for negative reasons, reasons I can't say or don't agree with. In my neighborhood, you've got people in officer roles who steal charity money, some who are constant drama for our other brothers and surrounding chapters, as well as their own officers who encourage uh, their own chapters to bully and exclude the wives of brothers. Goes on to talk about the family and how back when it used to be family first, they were prominent and feels like those have been tossed out the window. Um, it's important that we acknowledge everybody's opinion on this. Um, one of our other brothers says, I think that people in general don't like to, don't like to change, so when things become, begin to change, they blame externally instead of looking internally and change. I like to think of it as growth. The chapters of BV themselves, there's some chapters that do and have done incredible things with their platform. If you're in a chapter that hasn't done the same, they may feel discouraged, or even in some cases that they don't belong. In my eyes, you are truly—you truly learn the beauty of this brotherhood and what it's about when you travel and meet with your chapter. It changes everything. I don't think—I don't think believe—I don't know how you wrote that. I don't believe you can truly see the future and potential of what BV could be if they have not experienced a meet and on their own. Uh, a couple more here, guys. Uh, v- very specific issue, I think, that is exciting, that a very specific issue, a lot of reading for me, sorry. Hooked on Phonics worked for me, guys. Uh, I think <laughs> is that the Literally excitement... Not. Well, it was a long time ago. Uh, when you first patch in, everything is new, everything is fresh. You come in to the brotherhood with guns a-blazing. We don't, we don't pace ourselves for the long haul and easily expend what the wonderful enthusiasm... Sometimes you have to relax, let others shoulder some of the work, and foster different ideas. Some are just here to belong, and that's okay. Some can't embrace change, while others grow in ways that they don't realize that they've changed. There are always varying views on what it is to be a villain. I think the brotherhood is still very young and hasn't reached its full potential, yet it takes patience to stay on course. Everything has peaks... Everything always peaks and even drops when things change. I've been in BV since 2018, and since then I have seen many changes and turnovers in great numbers for many reasons, but the biggest one is some have grown in their own lives and don't have the time to commit. This is what we were talking about earlier. Don't don't be in charge of somebody else's journey. Time is valuable and unable to get back once you've spent. So you have the time you have to do with what you're You have to do for yourself and your family. Second thing is having certain brothers try to rule instead of lead. We've talked about that. Um, And that does not always go well. So I I think that um, we've had a bunch of brothers that have really kind of come out and expressed a lot of opinions on this. And I think it's very helpful um to to, yeah. to do that. We just have to listen to each other. That's the biggest problem. Because as you could tell, you could probably feel by the, a lot of those comments that there are there are some that are of the younger generation of bearded villains, yeah. meaning the that have been in, you know, anywhere from twenty nineteen, twenty twenty to the present, um, that are very that are very uh I don't know what, if it's if it's a matter of they're just attacking of the older people, uh, very critical of them uh, in many ways. And then the same thing happens with the, the guys that have been around for the longest bit of time, very critical of the younger guys. And the problem is is that they're both right. They're both right.
0: The, the only way to, to fix that situation is to get everybody on the same page. Yep. And – Right now, like I said, I I truly believe right now there's a divide between the older guys and the younger guys. And I'm not talking age groups. Um, I'm talking length of time in BV. And, you know, for some guys, BV started – it is not what it was. Um, You know, we're we're not – I don't give a damn what anybody says. We are not an Instagram club, Uh, at least – The club I'm part of isn't. I I have friends all over this country that I look forward to seeing as often as I can. And to, to try to keep this what it was in 2015, why would you want that? And why would we not want growth? By the same token, like I said, for the new guys coming in, you don't know. And the way you address it is not, is sometimes it's pretty rough and it's pretty ballsy, you know, to, to be in something where, you know, somebody has been in here eight plus years, you've been here for seven months and you want to tell them how everything they're doing is wrong. Um, that's probably not the best way to address it. Now, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, how do you address it? Well, again, that comes down to having that voice within your chapter if you don't have a way to make change, if you don't have a a voice to be able to say, this is what's wrong. This is my idea of how to fix it. Then yeah, you're going to walk and guys are going to watch good brothers disappear. And, and that goes for the, the older guys too, that have been here a long time. I mean, you know, we're seeing, like, like I said, it's not unusual to see, you know, I feel like I'm still a new guy in BV. Um, But I got guys that that I watched come up as supporter hopeful. They got their villain patch. They got their member. And now they're captains of chapters. Um, And that's great. It it really is. But does that alienate the guys that have been there since 2015? Do they feel like, okay, I don't have a place here anymore? That is the young guys coming and taking it. Well, it shouldn't be that way. There should be a place for everyone. You know, that's that's what this brotherhood is supposed to preach is, you know, there was a post um, that you read that mentioned racism. <laughs> I can't imagine that. I, I I can't imagine anybody doing anything racist within our chapter. I, I I would personally come unglued. BP, I know you would as well. And if, if that's happening, then do these guys, you know, and I'm, I'm going to address the officers again here. Do your guys know the channels where if they feel like they're do they know to get a hold of Mars or Troy or, you know, whoever that can help them? Because if they don't, then there's something wrong there. Somebody should never have to put up with sexism, racism, whatever, within a chapter ever. And they should know who to go to if they're seeing that happen. And if you're an officer and you haven't provided that information to the guys in your chapter, then you're wrong. But that, that post right there really bothered me more than I can tell you.
1: He <laughs> just,
2: um, you know, I, I kind of feel the same way that Ed feels about the, the whole racism comment. I, I in in our chapter we guys know they can speak up they know that they can go if they can't come to like say me they know they can go to another brother and it doesn't have to be an officer just somebody else and and have I seen racism in BV? Um, I got a hint of it at a meet once but other than than that, I mean that was a very isolated incident. Um, I can't I can't really say that I've witnessed racism. Uh, certainly not in either chapter on either coast I've been a, a part of. Um, you know, it's if there's a brother in a chapter or, or that's a villain that has experienced that and no one's helped you, somebody failed you somewhere. And and back to Ed's point, if not somebody in the chapter, definitely need to put it out to your people. Hey, these are the people you, the board members you can go to if you don't like what's going on within the leadership or
0: something is bothering
1: you and they're not addressing it. But I mean, as soon
0: as as Mars got that board member tag, I told all my guys, (laughs) when you're having problems at 3 a.m., that's the guy you want to call right away. He's waiting for your calls. He's there to serve. (laughs) So, you know, exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, I wanted to take a second to read uh, one of our brothers who's uh, watching uh, sent me a message and I, I just wanted to, uh, to read this, this message he sent me. He said, um, Being in this brotherhood entails celebrating each other's triumphs and providing solace during challenging times. It means having a network of individuals who understand you deeply, who have your back no matter what, and who inspire you to become the best version of yourself. In a brotherhood, you find, belo- you find lifelong friends, confidants, and brothers who journey through life together creating lasting memories and an unbreakable connection i had to read that um i think that's a perfect explanation of what this should be of what this should be
0: that is absolutely what this should be absolutely what it should be i
2: agree
1: well um i we we're already an hour and 20 minutes in here um, this could go on for three hours, and I don't want it to because nobody's going to last that long. Um, I have several other comments that I, that I wanted to read uh, from direct messages that I received, not just from the IG stuff that, that I received, um, but some really good stuff out there. But uh, So I think what, we'll, what I'm going to end up doing is doing a part two to this uh, next week. But, uh, and I'm sure some people will, after watching this or hearing this, they will reach out and uh, share some, some further comments or thoughts on what we've discussed tonight. Uh, but if, if you guys want to um, just, uh, I'll kind of leave it with some closing thoughts for you guys. Um, Peaches, you can go first if you have any closing thoughts on what we've been talking about.
2: Um, thank you for having me on your podcast first. Um, and Just as a closing message, to every villain out there that's listening or that will listen, be the change you wanna see. I preach this to no avail to everyone who asks, you don't like something, then you make the change within you. You have that power. Oftentimes, you may not have the power to go and change your chapter or the way BV moves, but you can change the way you move. You can change the way you do things. So a lot of times it's easy to fucking gripe, but let's get back to being solution-based. Let's get back to the brotherhood of it. Let's get back to, I need you and your brother saying, "I got you. I'm on the way." That's it. You got to start somewhere. Start with with yourself. Yeah. And BP, I'm I'm a little upset. I didn't know you had shirts and stuff. So, you know, just saying. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not your fault. It's mine.
1: <laughs> well, we'll take care of that down the road here. <laughs> I apologize for that. Ed, you. you're up.
0: Uh, well, the first thing I'll do is apologize to anybody I didn't offend tonight. Um, <laughs> I'll get to you. Um, But, you know, the the main thing that I'd like to pass on to everyone is learn to listen. Hmm. And if you're immediately planning your response, if you're interrupting, if you're not listening, Close your mouth, open your ears. Everybody in this this brotherhood has something to offer you, a lesson you can learn or, you know, something they can pass on to you, a life experience they had that can help you. There's something that they can give you that's going to make your world better. Even if all they can offer you is a shoulder to lean on, that's a big thing in this world. And that's something BV offers. For guys that are walking away, think about what they're leaving behind. I, I couldn't imagine not having you know, 20 guys that I know. If I, if I called them and I'm in trouble, I got 20 guys that are going to be here no matter what. And not many people on this planet can say that. You know, my, my dad, who was the ultimate pessimist, used to always say, if you can count your friends on more than one hand, you are disillusioned. <laughs> and I can tell you since joining BV, I don't believe that anymore there are more than five guys I can call who I know will be there. And that's rare. That's really rare in this world. So be there for each other and listen to each other.
1: Love it. Love it. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for taking some time out with me tonight. Um, I'll do a little bit of uh, housekeeping and close things out here, but, um, Definitely, uh, can't thank you guys enough, uh, Peaches and Ed for. Sounds like that's a musical group from the seventies. Um, <laughs> Here you, Peaches and Ed. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's the T-shirt we need to make. That's, that's the T-shirt we need to make right there.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh boy. I'm, I'm good with it, Ed. <laughs> you know, important things will just be peached.
1: Uh, well, that just implies something totally different. Um, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure he wants to be your pit. <laughs> um, well, guys, thanks again so much uh, for taking oh this time God. out, and um, we. I look forward to uh, for, for carrying this conversation on in the future. Uh, I think there's we do have a lot to talk about. I think there's a long way to go with this, and it's it is. It's learn to listen is so important. Um, I almost interrupted you in the middle of your saying with saying that whole thing. Uh, for comic relief purposes, but also just to let you hear, let you say it again uh, to let people hear that. But if we can just set our egos aside, all of us, all of us, sometimes it's not what it seems. Sometimes the person you think is trying to do something for Insta fame or to be BV famous isn't doing it for that reason. but maybe because you've seen it before, you think that's what it is. Maybe they're just trying to help out. And maybe they're just trying to share some of their life experiences that maybe they can share with you to help out. Maybe those younger guys need to pay attention to the fact that don't be so quick to judge the guys that have been around for a long period of time, that they don't know what they're doing, that they've seen a lot. And we need to, those of you who are in that boat, you need to pay attention to some of the things they say. It's hard, and I get it. If you're like me at all, you're not somebody who stands around for, status quo. If you think you see a better way to fix something, I don't if you're like me, you don't like that answer of that's just the way it is or it's just the way it always has been. If there's some way that you can fix things to make it better, why wouldn't you want to? And you have to be delicate about the way that you approach some people. Everybody's different. Everybody hears things differently. So that's the that's the one thing I'll I'll push forward with this is just patience and Pay attention to what other people are saying. One of the things I used to tell people on the street all the time when I was going to domestic situations, I think I've said this a couple dozen times here before, I would tell kids and I would tell parents when they're having arguments together, pay attention to what somebody's saying, not how they're saying it. When we take emotion out of something and you can finally actually hear the words that they are being said, it makes a world of difference. So, guys... Um, that was my Geraldo moment there, uh, to end to close things out. But, uh, guys, I appreciate you taking the time. Go have some fun tonight, uh, with what's left. Enjoy the weekend and, uh, have fun. Thanks so much for being here.
2: Thank you. Appreciate it.
1: All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.
2: You too. Bye bye.
1: Right. All right. So, um, I do appreciate those guys taking some time out, um, tonight. And, uh, yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. They, This is why this podcast is awesome for me. I get to listen to the opinions of other people. I get to learn from so many of our brothers. And uh, I laugh now at <laughs> – I laugh wholeheartedly at this comment from Mars. <laughs> uh, I have to bring this thing in here. Yeah, BP, set your ego aside so you have a big – you have a podcast, Big Wow, <laughs> exactly. And if you knew, if you knew how many people watched this amazing podcast and listen to this live stream on a weekly basis, you would not even be able to fill a sixteen pack of crayon box. <laughs> you wouldn't even do it. Uh, I've said it before, uh, you you guys. Uh, I love being here for you guys. I love being here to talk and. Last week was a perfect example of what it's like when BP's sitting in front of this camera, in front of this microphone, basically talking to himself the entire hour. That was basically what happened last week. So, <laughs> hey, I'll be here if it's just for myself and for my own learning, for my own learning about what, what's happening in the lives of our brothers out there. Uh, but, guys, for now, um, if you have any other comments on this, please reach out. Let me know. I think next weekend's going to be a part two on the or next week's going to be a part two on this because I still have a lot I, I wanted to delve into. I knew that this hour would be uh, a little bit short for being able to cover everything, and we even went past that and still are short. So, long episode. Um, but as I close out, I want to say again, please keep our West Virginia bros in your thoughts and prayers, and please keep um, Ron's family in thoughts and prayers. Uh, everybody that did lose him this week and is real close to him, people that uh, whose life was impacted in a positive way. It's always hard to lose someone. So please keep the West Virginia boys and all of their families in your thoughts and prayers. Guys, um, you know, hey, an hour and a half for this episode. <laughs> it's going to wrap it up. Guys, I want to challenge you, as I always do, to be the heart. I just messed that up, too. (laughs) Be the villain that the world needs you to be because the heart of a villain never stops beating. Most important words I say every week, though, guys, please remember them well. It's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. Well, guys, have a great night. Enjoy this weekend coming up. I'll see you back here next week for episode one hundred and eighty. Two <laughs> Until then guys, take care. Stay safe. Every bro, every chapter, every caption. Part of a villain, bro. Lights camera action. Action. action, action. Let's go. From the start to the finish.